0: P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to CageClub.me. That's CageClub.me.
1: So I think we said we were going to do this last episode, because we haven't done it in a while, but we love when Hoff fans reach out and comment on the episodes. Uh, sometimes it's just a quote, sometimes it's a little anecdote, but uh, we're gonna... Yeah,
0: we, we love hearing from the Hoff fans. Yep. Um, and So I guess let's read some. Let's open up this Facebook uh, owning Mahoney
1: owning Mahoney that let's was...
0: see Travis said whoa nothing makes me feel more miserable than his performance in this movie and that's not an insult
1: you know I love that one for a couple of reasons one being that wasn't and uh, it wasn't a big popular episode as far as uh, people liking and commenting. And I think it is because it's a tough film to watch that you just don't want to feel the way that that character does. <laughs> oh, yeah, does I, I as, agree with the, as the losing, assessment there. Yeah. But, I
0: definitely agree with the assessment.
1: But terrific performance by PSH nonetheless. So
0: um, for Cold Mountain, we have some a lot of comments, it's actually. a decent
1: amount. That one did, you know, epic movie, epic comments. Yes.
0: <laughs> Susan wrote, Love this movie. So many emotions and the hardships that people experience during this time period. Fair, fair, to the fair, point. Fair Thanks, enough. Susan, for reaching out. Thank you, Susan. Rose says, Be I Anthony. love this movie. Huh? That's <laughs> It's not even the right time period. No. <laughs> Rosa says, love this movie. A lot of comments for Gold Mountain. Not, t- like, too many meaty ones. More that people just enjoyed it. Sure. Enjoyed the epic, which we did too. Which we commented. Well, now, we asked for it, and we got it. Along came Polly. Can't wait to crack into these. Ooh, yeah. Steve just says,
1: raindrops. Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, such a quotable <laughs> movie, that's what I was expecting from a lot of people.
0: Tone, or Tony, says, he's so funny in this. We agree.
1: Great assessment.
0: <laughs> Reese. Him and Alec Baldwin easily steal the show.
1: Again, that's, uh, I feel like we we agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to ask if you agree
0: with <laughs> this one. Margot writes, loved PSH in this movie, Should have been nominated for an Oscar.
1: Okay, well, love this movie, I've said it so many times how much I do and how much it is like a top five favorite performance of his, but I will go as far to say he should have been nominated for a Golden Globe, because at least that's like separated between comedies and dramas, you know? Yeah. So like, he could maybe fit into the supporting...
0: I don't know how serious Margot was being, but... I totally understand. Yeah. I mean, he does a great
1: job. I mean, so.
0: So I I read this the other day, and I wanted to get your opinion if this person was being serious or not. Kenny writes, I saw that. Didn't even remember he was in it, and don't know why you'd want to remind anyone
1: uh i think he's probably i mean like we said it was a, like a divisive yeah i think like, film, i think, so I think Ken- not kenny? only is
0: he questioning the podcast i mean not only is he questioning that episode i think he's questioning us us yeah our reasons for living uh, and existing yeah well thanks kenny yeah thank you
1: and then uh i've got the last one here it's from our most recent episode of empire falls and April Hawks, uh, thanks for reaching out and saying how she remembers the production and how big it was uh, since they filmed near where she lived. And obviously we've said on past episodes that we grew up in an area, well, Brian living in the city now and me working in production and where we grew up, they filmed that TV show Ed back in the day. So uh, it's always fun unless they take away your parking.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. So I guess I'm assuming, what was her name? April. Oh, well, I guess April's from Maine because they actually shot on location on Maine, so mm. thank you for reaching out to us from Maine, April.
1: Coming up and we're going to have a nice lobster dinner. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, you owe us for some reason.
2: <laughs> Iggy Pop! Hey, Amen! Let him write! I'm a fucking idiot.
0: Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist.
2: Hello, my name
0: is Jimmy okay. It's fun want to have some fun. Fun, fun. Tommy. That's uh, a pain Whoever she is, I'm going to find her I'm going to hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I'm always home, my mind, cool? This is a process of de Shut, shut,
2: shut, shut, shut up! Hey, all
0: fans, welcome to this week's edition of the PSI Love Hoffman podcast. Our love letter to the remarkable career of the late great Philip Zimmer Hoffman. I'm Brian Rodriguez.
1: and I'm Kyle Reinfried.
0: We're always home. We're always on cool, and we're always ready to talk great movies. Um, today, um, we finally, we finally got it. We finally yeah. got the DVD. It
1: came in the mail, a used copy of *Strangers with Candy*.
0: And as as we mentioned last week, this one was. Impossible to find.
1: Yes, and I just want to say to you because I don't think I've I've said it yet, and to you Hoff fans out there, I've done my due diligence, and I went and looked at every other film we will be covering, and it, they are at the hardest to rent from Amazon. But they're not not that that's a hard thing to do. So I'm as
0: doing. a when we're recording this podcast, which is yes. not not. The, to, uh, Being released yeah. November 8th. Is yes, which is a couple days before that. Yes. Every movie is accessible. So this is the, our last hard-to-find movie. Now there's hard-to-find short films, hard-to-find little side projects. Yes. And we'll handle that when we do our kind of a his, second act yes. thing. However, in terms of his main body of work, this is the last hard-to-find one. Yeah. and as we mentioned, not we but yeah. it's a... <laughs> no, not, it's not as bad as Shuler, but it, it's like, as you mentioned last week, it's we couldn't find this legally or even illegally streaming somewhere yeah I mean which is like, odd.
1: I pride myself on the, knowing the nooks and crannies of the uh, of the dark web of the dark web <laughs> and strangers <laughs> there candy and you know it was a, it, so this is this is a movie spin-off from a three season long comedy central TV series and so you know it's not like I mean it's a low-budget indie comedy that I mean did all right but it's 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 uh you know got its niche audience but i i just didn't think it was going to be that complicated and also i know we both shared the sentiment of that you could watch the three seasons on a couple of different platforms yeah platforms, couple, yeah, but, platforms but, this, but they so. didn't have the movie so
0: no so uh strangers with candy then um well, I assume you had not seen it before?
1: No, and I actually have never seen I know only at most even to say a handful of people that watched the show.
0: It, I didn't I didn't I mean I'd familiar with the show. Like yeah. I might have caught it on like a Saturday at comedy central like here and there, mm-hmm. but I never like got into it. Like not cuz you know people go, oh, I never got into it and that's like their way of saying they didn't like it. That, that's not what I mean. It yeah. just it was never anything I really watched. Just wasn't yeah, it wasn't on my radar. And it's it's I feel, I felt a little bit lost at times, only because I could surmise watching this as, like, maybe I wasn't getting all the jokes, because I think there was a lot of tie-ins, like, to the series that that I just didn't know. Yeah,
1: I guess the one good thing, so this is supposedly a prequel. Yeah, but it's not very prequel yeah. No, but I'm just... Uh, I mean without having like I'm sure there are plenty of like inside jokes but I read like also there's a, a couple of actors that it's it was actually i it was kind of weird they said uh like in the trivia and stuff like that that they looked too old to play like high schoolers and just I mean in the sense of that I mean I understand she is supposed she is older she's supposed to be in her 40s mm-hmm. uh you know, Amy sedaris's character of jerry blank but i just i i think if you're a fan of the series and you're seeing this movie you would have forgiven some people looking too old to be high school students
0: yeah yeah that that's a little weird i mean why don't you tell uh tell our audience what strangers with candy the film and i guess by extension the series
1: what's the premise Um, it's like, when I, when I I was writing this, I was just like, this sounds like such a dramatic movie. Uh, having just got out of prison, Jerry Blank returns home to find out her mother has passed, her father has remarried, and is now in a coma. To try to get him out of it, she decides to return to high school to prove she is not a loser. (laughs) And she has, like, some worth to herself. Um, that's fair. So, I mean, that is the plot. But, like i a, mean
0: of the film and the series
1: yeah um and so it, it definitely i mean it's a, it was it's it a very quirky comedy and it had me it had me uh laughing at a couple of solid spots i mean the it's the the director also acts in it his name is uh Paul Danello
0: yeah Paul Danello and he's one of the head writers on Colbert's show uh, like the late show,
1: oh, okay, I
0: think he is the head writer, or like at least the second I don't know the rankings of writers, but he's still like one of his guys there, yeah, or a producer at least, Stephen Colbert, I mean, it's all the people who brought the show, Amy Sedaris and Mitch Rouse are like the main the show and producers, oh, okay, and they all kind of came back for this
1: yeah they like this is his only feature he's directed, and now also I saw that Amy Sedaris uh has a new show. Yeah, didn't you uh, say you, like, watched an episode? Either? Yeah, it was really, really funny. She she, does I mean, she's like, a funny person. It's called At Home with Amy Sedaris, and she just does this very, you know, uh, Martha Stewart, Julia Child, like, not just cooking stuff, but, like, you know, uh, spoof on 50s, 60s housewife kind of thing, and she does it well it's funny
0: yeah I mean Amy Sedaris is like a comedy legend and she just, she's a comedy legend because I think she just I mean you see it clearly with this show she kind of like ironically to this new show she uh-huh. kind of has bro- broken that like mold of like a woman comic you know yeah. she doesn't try to be like for lack of a better word, sexy or like
1: for her new show no, 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 for this no, show. for, for
0: this show and, and
1: just in the past. Yeah, well, like, this she's just, she's I just mean, like, I've she just like got the DVD cover right in front of us. She's, <laughs> she's doing this whole overbite thing for this character. Yeah, well, that's, and like, you know the... what reminds me of? Although she's supposed to be older, but she's almost like the female Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs>
0: no, but um, it, it's just it's very she's very just like funny, and I mean obviously her brother is funny too, David Sedaris, the the humorist and author. Um, I mean, a lot of people maybe now recognize her. She's one of the voices in Bojack Horseman. She's like it's a uh, show I've never watched. Wow, it's very, very popular. I know. Uh Margot Martindale's in it too. Another Phillips Zimmer Hoffman collaborator. Oh. Yes, the famous as herself. Um <laughs> but uh she's she's just like again a comedic legend and this is this is to me a groundbreaking character. I knew about it. I was okay. familiar with her, but it's just it's not a show I watched. But it's very much you see like it's very much sketch comedy without being sketch comedy, if that makes sense. It's like one long sketch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, the film, again, looking at the cover, two thumbs up, Ebert, <laughs> e- Ebert and Roper.
0: Thank you. Thank you for reading. <laughs> to, Re-
1: to, to, hey, that's... Your
0: award-winning segment of reading the DVD cover and describing it
1: to people. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I think it was Joey Breaker was the last one that I think I think we even it. cut that out because yeah. it was so like... <laughs> 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 so,
0: I mean, you mentioned the critics, uh, 52% Rotten Tomatoes. 55% audience score. So, not the best. but Not the
1: best, but, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got fair. its cult fans. So cult I can, fans,
0: exactly. Yeah. So, it made $1.9 million in the box office. Oof, okay. So, not that great. Oh, oh no. Sorry, there's an adjusted adjusted growth here. $2.3 million.
1: Oh, well, Oh, does it doesn't say even the budget?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the budget does not say the budget. Okay. It. So... This is basically what five years after the series was canceled.
1: Yes, yeah, because I have right yeah, um, the TV show is from it's yeah that and I and I kept looking. I was like, is this like is it, did they write the on the facts wrong? Because it's three seasons of uh, ten episodes each, so thirty episodes in total, and from April seventh of ninety nine to October second of two thousand. So it's only like a year and a half but and I understand it's only 10 episode seasons but they decide to release all these three seasons oh yeah that's weird a year and a half that's period. interesting yeah
0: that's interesting I, I like you know that. it's not
1: even like it's a part now you know so many TV shows now are like half of the season and then a decent break and then the second half but the fact that they decide to call them three different seasons I found that interesting um and then I think this, this also really helped me as someone that had never even seen a single episode. So uh, Colbert, Mitch uh, Rouse, and then uh, Paul Daniello, they saw an episode of uh, Scared Straight, the uh, the trip back, the episode was called. So Scared Straight was you know, a TV show from, I think, like the 80s.
0: I, I just know it, like, you know, I'm going to scare you straight. Yeah. Like, like about criminals trying to make high school kids. Yeah. So they saw this episode, behave, I suppose,
1: of. It was called The Trip Back, and it's about Flory Fisher, uh, who recalled the days of being a New York City prostitute to a group of high school students. And then they all were friends and knew Amy Sedaris and said she looked like and impressioned Fisher very well. (laughs) So that just to me, again, as someone that had never seen anything of the show and just to understand a little better, like it just helps with the, like one of my favorite things about this movie was like, even the high school students were like, okay. Uh, One of them played now by the very, very famous, huge Hollywood superstar actor, Chris Pratt.
0: Yeah, we could definitely get through the cast.
1: But it just like towards I love the way that uh, teachers were in this film because it just made me, as if you guys don't know, Brian and I went to high school together, and it just reminded me of like, or made me think. I was gonna say. Made me think more (laughs) about teachers and like what there's like separate lives like in in school not like outside of school lives but just like in the teacher's room and just like weird i know, hope
0: you don't think things. this stuff went on in our high school no because this is over the top yeah everything here this is, is like over i love the, the
1: one scene they're having like a meeting in the teacher's lounge and there's like a full cocktail bar <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the guy yeah. that plays the principal in this is friggin' hilarious
0: yeah uh he what's his name i know this principal Blackman. man Dun- onyx black Gregory
1: Holloman. I don't even, Actually, I love them so much I didn't write down his name.
0: <laughs> Gregory Holloman. <laughs> okay. So, this is a, a film where you could really tell that, like, again, Amy Sedaris, Stephen Colbert, like, And what's the director's name? Paul Danilo, again. Mm -hmm. That they just have... They're just friends. I think Paul Danilo dated Amy Sedaris. I read that for like 10 years or
1: something.
0: Okay. So they just have a rapport. Yeah. And it's just... It's like like friends having fun. And I don't know if you read this production note on it. Like, basically, this... They had no intention of making this movie.
1: No, they didn't. And did you... I actually... uh, Like, I started... I watched... So our main man... Phil Spector is clearly in it, and but only in the beginning and at the end, and we'll definitely play you the 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 first clip of him because that's like the most.
0: Yeah, not piece. a lot of PSH in this one. No, which um, is very unfortunate.
1: So, uh, but I I uh, they had a commentary for it. So, point being, I started listening to the beginning of the commentary, and then I fast forward to the end of the commentary. And they said that they had zero intentions. Do do you remember? I don't recall exactly what... Oh, so
0: I just read a note that they basically... They got together for something else, Uh for another project. And then they kind of just started to write all these other scenes, like, reminiscing... Mm from the project they're like hey let's just make a movie then
1: yeah they just get well to go back to it's like you said it's almost like sketches yeah they just wrote they just kept writing down little notes of funny scenarios for her to get into and they're like oh I guess we have not that's what it was they're like oh I guess we have enough to make a movie
0: yeah and that's why I, like it is a prequel but I would say the only the first like ten minutes are a prequel it just yeah. tells you how she got there and the rest is just and that the, to me that's my biggest criticism of, of this film it just feels like a very long episode of a series. Okay. Like, I, I could see this being a pilot. Like, I had hard times uh, focusing at certain points because I just felt like, while it is funny, it didn't feel like a movie to me.
1: No. it, it I mean, at least it was only, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> so, we can, we'll, we'll say, even though I know, obviously, only, like, uh, sitcoms are usually then, like, 23 minutes or whatever, but let's just call it, three to four episodes TV. But
0: the... Yeah. But the climax to me felt more like a sitcom climax than, like, a uh, movie climax, you Mm. know? Like, it didn't feel like I would... Like, need... Like, it didn't feel like three episodes in one, but it felt like just a long episode of what this series is like.
1: Yeah. Uh, And so... I mean yeah just I mean are you even, like the like the science fair at the end? Yeah, like I
0: mean that. that's the climax like yeah. the, that number just and yeah, it seems like it would be something from the series. But it was funny. Yeah. Like like I enjoyed this movie. It's funny what you know, but we'll get into it. Like you said, PSH isn't a lot in it. But he certainly he's in it because we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, we're just going to start talking movies that he's in Randomly? Like, yeah, and like with things we think he would fit into, or.
0: Like when you walked in, I was watching Zero Dark Thirty.
1: Yeah, and so I asked you, oh, did you just start watching all Chris Pratt movies? No, I
0: know, it's was like, this is a Hoffman film. He's in it, but no, but yeah, he's actually not. He plays Osama Bin Laden. Yeah, he's, he's the Bin Laden character. No. <laughs> I could see him being like a government person in that film, though
1: doesn't he end up play, he's a government person in like the Hunger Game movies I think yeah a different kind of government
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe one day we'll be there but not, not yet I don't know I've actually never seen Hunger Games but we'll discuss that but I think it's I don't think it takes place in real today's America
1: no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't even that. know if it's. I don't even know if it's supposed to be Earth. Yeah, that's a good point. Well,
0: <laughs> that we'll, we'll educate ourselves yes. when the time comes. We got a, we got a little bit of time but, before but that.
1: But this, I mean, they have, like you said, it is funny, and they have a decent cast.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you have Amy Sedaris, of course, Stephen Colbert, Paul Danello.
1: And then we've got Bilbo, the original, the OG Bilbo Baggins, Ian Holm.
0: Oh, Ian! Yeah, no, he's cool. Yeah. Um. Some other people I recognize. There's a girl in there. Um. Deborah Rush she who did she play I don't know I wrote her down so
1: she <laughs> plays her stepmom okay Sarah yeah Dink. I'd seen her I like recognize her from American Wedding
0: okay okay yeah like she, she, she pops up from time to time
1: yeah and then um
0: Maria Thayer is someone Thayer sorry Maria Thayer is someone who's in this film she's you know, um what's I've seen her in, like, okay, she's in uh, Accepted, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. She has, like, little bit roles. But I know she has a, uh, a TV series on True TV, I think. Uh, those Who Can't. Yeah, it's on True TV because, again, like, yes. Impractical Jokers. like She's the redhead friend. Yeah. yeah, she's the redhead friend. Yeah,
1: I I first, like, definitely remember her. She was in, like, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. And, she's uh, funny. Yeah, and uh, she was she was on the show.
0: She was on, yeah. She was one of the few people, not few, but one of the pe- one like, people, like carried carried over, over, students, students that carried over. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. We get uh, famous Hollywood couple, Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. Yeah. They but, don't share
0: a scene, do they? Oh, they might, like in a teachers' lounge. In the stuff. teachers' lounge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Allison Janey.
1: Yeah, uh, Justin Thoreau. Yeah, we were talking about as them the, the other day. Ch- Driver's Ed. Yeah, because uh, Jennifer. Aniston, oh, Jennifer Aniston. I mean, yeah. He came wife. Uh, and like I said, Chris Pratt. And uh, he plays the uh, stu- he plays the what? Uh, Amy Sedaris wishes was her. yeah like I guess like the popular kid in yeah. school. Oh, that's the whole thing. So what are they? The squat team, or the <laughs> thrust team, squat thrust, squat team?
0: thrust team.
1: There's just like a lot of wh- Okay, we'll we'll get we'll get into it. But like, there's a lot of this is 2005. They and then again, the show is from like 99 to 2000 or whatever, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, jokes at the expense of, like, using the word gay... Gay, and yes. And yes. and stuff like that. So
0: Yeah, there's definitely language I wouldn't repeat today, but I, the show was like that. I remember the show being like that. Yeah. Just, because you know what? Honestly, high school at the time was like that. It was high like that. High school was a very homophobic environment.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, And on top of that, and again, she is supposed to be in her late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. And so she's also trying to fit into high school in a time where that was definitely even more... You know when she was first in high school, it
0: wasn't okay, but it was more said, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then okay, I just want to say this one. Number well, I thought, it was, I thought it was funny. Um, so Stu, uh, the meat man who that was <laughs> that was Deborah Rush's, uh, like new, like kind of like boyfriend while her, yeah, husband, and he's from the oh, show too. Oh, is is he? Okay. Yeah, He's like that same character. He's just like
0: the stepdad, but not really.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, because also then the guy we we recognize, um, Dan Hedea. Yeah. He's, you know, like in Rookie of the Year. And then, like, he's also, like, plays a Latin bad guy in Commando.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When I saw him, I thought instantly he's like the dad of Will Ferrell and Chris Catan in Night of the Rocks. Oh, Yeah. You know, (laughs) the plant flower salesman. (laughs) But, okay. Or what is it? No, it's like fake plants, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs)
1: okay. I was very proud of myself from wrecking. I was just like, what do I recognize? So, it's like Stew the Meat Man. His name is uh, David Pesquese? I
0: recognize his face, but I didn't
1: remember. All right from one of our favorite films and just like really? a, ba- a, ba- ba- or a, a movie we definitely talk about okay. and you know I really love it but I think you do too. Um, he plays Honk the cater in Father of the Bride. Oh wow. That yeah. is one of your favorite films. <laughs> you know I just love the, between him and Martin Shorten that like the Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: No. I mean I I know exactly now. Wow. he. he. That guy, like, aged well.
1: Right? Yeah, like, he doesn't... And I'm going to just... say this to Amy Sedaris. Like, she you know, wasn't... In 2000... She looks the same as in 2005. So kudos to her that... Whether she looked good in 2005 uh, or not. Hollywood's timeless... Yes.
0: Timeless uh, looks, I suppose. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's medically induced. I don't know, but... Whatever. Oh, speaking of medically induced, you mentioned the father. um yes. Played by a different person. And one of the criticisms of the film that like so so okay, I should backtrack. It seems like from reading most and if you're a fan of Stranger Candy, the T V show, let us know how what you think about the film. But it seems like from most of what I read that the fans of the show like the film. One of the criticisms was that this uh catonic father character mm-hmm. was so different in the T V show than in this film. In the in the film he's more just like kind of rain dead and stuff. Okay. On the show he's played by, oh god, I have to look him up. You don't know his name, but you've definitely seen this guy and you'll tell me where you've seen him when I show you a picture. And he'll like every time they they'll cut to him in the show, he'll be doing a different like funny pose that he like freezes in. And that was definitely not this character in the no. movie, not at all. And it's just interesting that they wouldn't continue that
1: like I'm even oh. surprised that like not that like again di- uh Dan Hedea like, not that he's a big, but he's some name. like anyone
0: could have played like, a katana. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of really funny. So the original guy who played him is called Roberto Gary, in, in the show I'm talking about. Like you've seen his face around,
1: like oh yeah.
0: He, like he, this is what he would do. Like I'm sorry, guys. I'm showing Kyle a picture yeah. of like stills from the from the show. Like he would just like be frozen so right in like, into, like weird hand poses and face and or just like doing an action that's uh-huh. not like, you know, yeah. Like <laughs> so. Yeah, that it,
1: seems like almost like a trademark thing from the show. Which
0: is weird that they didn't carry that over.
1: Did he pass?
0: I'm not. I don't think so. I mean, he might be, but just too old to act. You know, but. <laughs> It's just, it, it's, sorry, we're looking at more pictures. Yeah. It's just one of these things, like, so weird, right,
1: that they didn't continue that over. Yeah, from knowing nothing about the show, it just seems like that might have been, like, you know, obviously it's a continuing gag, so why not <laughs> include that, but. It's only because
0: Colbert, though, was someone who I think his age, and not that he looks, like, a like bad now, I think he looks distinguished, but, but if you look at, like, him from the show, you know.
1: Yeah, well, so, I mean, if that's from the show, that's, uh you know, seven, 18, 18 years ago.
0: But even from, I think from the show to, to the movie, he, he has a little bit of a different look. Yeah.
1: Regardless, I mean,
0: let's get into the nitty gritty of this. It's not going to take us long. Cause there's not no. much stuff.
1: No. So, uh, I mean, for the people that, you know, ha- hadn't seen the movie, the off chance, like, you know, if I was one of those people that went to go see it in the theater and hadn't seen the show, uh, they open up the movie with like a montage, and it's uh, intercut between her on a bus leaving prison and her inside a prison. And uh, I mean, the big thing with uh, this character of Jerry Blank is that she's kind of like zero filter and oh, for sure. like a blabbermouth, and just so I, again, since I was listening to the commentary up through when Philip Seymour Hoffman gets into the movie. They were saying that the little joke with that was they just imagined she, like, ratted everybody out in prison, because, again, it opens up with (laughs) her getting beat up by a bunch of different people. That's fair. Like I said in the synopsis, she goes home, and someone she doesn't know is there, and finds out that her mom is dead, her dad's in a coma, and then Ian Holm pretty much gives some exposition (laughs) to (laughs) exactly what's going on, and you know, she's just going to start out where she left off. And this was, like, one of the jokes that I was like, oh, okay, I think I'll, I'll I'll find this funny, uh, because she's, like, you know, like, as the doctor, Ian Holm is just like, okay, you gotta do something to, like, motivate him to, like, get him to wake up, and, she's, and she decides that she's gonna go back to high school. And she's like, uh, I'll be prom queen. And he's like, make honor roll. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty good joke. But, uh, and then she meets her half brother, which, I mean, he doesn't play a big role in this movie but
0: no I mean but it's uh, again you could see how it's setting up this almost serves like like you said, a prequel but it almost serves as like a pilot as well yeah except different actors so I'm sure in was.
1: the TV show they must have had like more stuff between like her and yeah the, I
0: mean like from time to time but I again her half all, brother all that, the stuff that was in the movie would be more than enough for a TV show episode in terms of like the brother's character yeah you know, I mean, some, I, you know, I was trying to read like synopsis of, of episodes and stuff and seeing like, you know, some, some episodes had them more, some had them less. Oh, but it wasn't the same actor. FY. He's one of those who was recast. Yeah.
1: And so I, I, I did, did you laugh at this? I kind I laughed at the honking of the horn and then she makes her drive. Yeah. The, like the stepmom drive her to school, but the school's cool. literally right across. Yeah. The street. <laughs> so, it has, it has that, again, it, almost like calm. It's, 90s comedy vibe,
0: you know. Yeah, but 90s indie comedy vibe. This is not like Friends or something or Seinfeld. No, but know? even
1: more like to like the gags that you would find in like Wayne's World.
0: Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I know Wayne's World is not an indie comedy. No. But it's definitely like it's quirky. It's quirky, yeah. It, um, and and then it the is about like immature.
1: Like we don't, we never know how old the characters of Wayne's no. World is. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> except for that Garth finally grew pubes by the beginning of <laughs> Wayne's World Two.
0: Some might say that about your own life. That like, you you were like because I remember when this is a side note, but like I remember when you like moved out, right? Like mm-hmm. it was very much like Wayne's World Two. Like yeah. Like, a rite of passage, right? And, and th- this is tied in as well, because this is, like, Strangers with Candy is very much like her redoing her rite of passage. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think it's fair to say, at least for the fans, and, and in this film as well, Well, like I said, it f- does feel like a long episode, I don't think the joke gets old. This is a joke with a lot of potential.
1: Yeah, I mean, she plays it, I mean, what, what other, like, there's... I mean, it's not straight up comedy, isn't there? That one with like Drew Barrymore that she goes back to like high school or something like that. Oh yeah, I mean like
0: this has happened
1: a lot. Yeah. You know? um, but but she plays it like I like I said like it, it's almost like an odd ball like Napoleon Dynamite type character. But yeah, like uh, I I agree it does it do, it doesn't get old. I mean, some jokes are. A little like, you know, yeah, dated and cringeworthy. cringeworthy. like it's not.
0: But I'm saying the premise isn't. Yeah. you could see how there's all potential here. Yeah, to set up for a lot at of least things. for a series. Yeah,
1: for a situational comedy. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, so just to reiterate, so the family dynamic is Amy Sedaris, Jerry, her. Oh, biological mother's dead. Yes, her biological father remarried. So it's her stepmother. She's
1: been in jail for, like, what, 35 years? What <laughs> <Like, laughs> is this? Something ridiculous.
0: It's something crazy. I don't yeah. think 35 years, was something like from high school. Yeah, from high school
1: till now, and she's supposed to be in her early 40s. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if she's been in jail consistently. Yeah, just like in and out. Like and in and away out. from she's the like home. like, prostituting herself, yeah. you know. So you have that. You have the brother, like you said, but it's really like her half-brother. Yeah, half-brother. And then the meat man is... hunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just—I guess—he's almost like the stepfather here. Yeah, because it's—I it's, love that. And he's,
1: it's tough with the TV and the cable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his running gag in it.
0: I love the, the the dinner table scenes and like the dynamic, though. Just because it, it's always like the catonic father, the stepmother, the brother, her, and it's like oh, symbols of family and the meat man. Yeah, there.
1: and like the guy that's kind of like freeloading or (laughs) or taking advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, we'll put it that way.
0: Taking advantage of the situation for sure.
1: (laughs) But, yes, I mean, right after... I mean, she gets to high school and uh, I just said, like, wow, PSH, like, right in the beginning. And then, as we said, he's not really... Is it fair to
0: call this a cameo role at this point?
1: Yes. And,
0: And I think this is, if not his first, one of his first cameo roles. Because to me, a cameo role is defined by somebody who... Has a little bit of fame, at least, Mm -hmm. and they're making like an appearance. He's had small roles before, but I wouldn't call them cameo because he was just like an actor, like a bit player playing a role. Yeah. So this is a cameo role. So I looked it up, and he was actually very good friends with Amy Sedaris. I think she lived in the West Village too. Oh really? Yeah. That's um, a
1: shame because again, like I listened to the commentary, and there's one little funny thing for the last scene that he's in that like I wrote down that I'll share later. But I was hoping I would get like. a little bit more insight. But.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, no, he actually um, had a quote about her, like, during okay. the um, filming of, or I guess not the filming, the promotion of this movie. That said, Amy, this is by Philip Seymour Hoffman, Amy is an art form unto herself. She's so utterly unique and shockingly funny. She's also more consistently creative than almost anyone I know. Wow. High praise. I mean, a- and it's fair. Like I said, she's like one of the great comedians... Not even comedians, because I feel like almost like her brother. She yes, she's a comedian, but I don't think I don't know if she's like necessarily a stand-up comedian because I've never seen stand-up. She's no. more like from the the comedy vaudeville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost like almost like vaudeville, you know. So, well,
1: she's she's someone that you can see that like if whatever you know if she was the same person but born in a different decade, she would have found a way to entertain. Yes, you
0: know? yes. Uh, you know, like they're, they toss these terms around, and sometimes you don't know what they mean. But humorist, I don't know what yeah. that is, but like she's definitely a humorist.
1: I just right away I always think of like, like a, what is that, satirist, satirist. Yeah. But like it's like it's in the same vein of like a humorist will just always like also. I mean, obviously, I'm just now saying words with ist at the end of it, but like absurdist. <laughs> uh, but humorist, she is someone that she will find the funny and quirky thing and this is like okay high school and obviously like high school's hard for everybody but i feel like most like i mean without without obviously uh questioning people i i think it's probably it was more it's more difficult for girls in high school just cuz they I don't know, play mental games with one another. Guys are just like, guys, we were both bullied. Guys are assholes, like, but women just take it to a different level. So I Maybe. think it just is, uh, yeah, I don't no, know. I don't certainly, know. I mean, I'm, certainly. I'm, I'm commenting with a broad stroke right now.
0: Certainly in the depictions yes. that we get. Certainly the, what we've seen, but obviously.
1: Yeah, so I'm just, all. Uh, I say that all because I think when it came to this point, she's just like, you know, so they were inspired by that after school special or whatever and she's like oh high school like high school there's just so much you can go oh yeah you know and then it's just like let's find our one little thing oh my dad's in a coma and I'm trying to impress (laughs) him
0: and we're splitting hairs here but I feel like okay like Amy Schumer it's a comedian right yeah she doesn't feel like a humorist it's ah maybe because she had a sketch comedy show I don't know but there's something like Amy Sedaris there's like a different level to her like it's
1: because it's with with with, uh, who wait, which, what, uh, what comedian I just, did I, you just give me? A, uh, I picked Amy Schumer. Yeah, randomly. but no, but it's so no, because Amy Schumer, I think, still, since she's first and foremost like a comic and like a stand up comedian, that it's still like she, she wants to land with the line versus someone like Amy Sedaris is like it's unraveling like a story.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Like, she
1: clearly has moments that she wants, like, you know, she's trying to land a laugh at a certain point. But ultimately, it's just, like, this whole story and this whole scenario versus Amy Schumer. She gives me, like, a little bit more of, like, I said a funny line. Like
0: I don't know. Again, I just picked her randomly. I could have picked anyone. But there's something about Amy Sedaris that just brings her to this different level of comedy. And it might not be comedy that a lot of people like. I could easily see, and I'm oh, sure you yeah. agree. No, some I people are like, wow, this is really stupid. You know, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But like, that's part of the charm of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. I, but, uh, at, you know, so I, as I said early on, we get some uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and so he plays Henry. Did we get a last name for him? No. So he's <laughs> part of the school board? Is that Right. Is yeah, he
0: like... he he's a board member, and I is with so Alison Janey.
1: Yes, who is uh, like we, I know we said her before. She's hilarious. She's just been in so many great. I know
0: you're a big fan of her show with Anna Faris on CBS, Mom.
1: Mom, yeah, classic.
0: No, I mean, I, it's still on the air. It, it does well in ratings, I mm-hmm. assume. Yeah. I mean, it's not my style, but those are two funny people, and she's a very
1: like. What's pro. the first thing you like? If we were doing the Alison Janney. Podcast. What's the first thing you recognize her in?
0: The West Wing, I guess.
1: I would say 10 things I hate about you. Fair, fair. But I was just That's thinking... That's just like that, always like a, a character that always stood yeah, out. Yeah, no,
0: it, it's a great character. But it's, to me, like West Wing is like where... She, I think she really broke out into like the mainstream gotcha. media. And then I, you know, she's in ton of stuff. Yeah. Juno, you know, like... I mean, she's just... She's hilarious, but she's also... She, she can play watched... serious too. Yeah. Um, but she, so they're school board members talking to Principal Onyx Blackman. Black,
1: yeah, the, 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 and that's you know again, people. Those are the jokes that we're getting. Yes, because he, a, he's, he he's he's a, a, is a black man. Yeah, he's a black man, and that, that's the, you know, and his last name is Blackman. But <laughs> I love the sexual tension and the innuendos that are being thrown back and forth between Principal Blackman and Alice, and then just like fills your, heart. you know, what, let's, play, let's let's play the clip for you.
2: Alice, Henry, so nice to have members of the school board in my chambers. Can I fix you to a drink? This is a high school, Onyx. My mistake. Would you care to handle my pistol? No, thanks. Alice? I think I've handled your pistol enough. I'm sorry. That was insensitive. So, as to what do I owe the pleasure of this surprise attack visit, may I blithely assume you're here to deliver the rest of my discretionary funding?
0: Look, Onyx, you're required to send us documentation proving that your students have actually achieved the high test scores that you claim. What? You didn't
2: receive my package? Iris! Yes, Principal Blackman. What happened to the documents the school board requested? I don't know. Hmm. I know what must have happened. I didn't send it. I'm glad that's cleared up. I'll take that drink now. If we don't receive concrete proof by next week, you will not be receiving any future funding, and as required by law, we'll return any and all monies the board has already provided. Understand? But, Alice, I naturally assume that, given our past long-standing mutuality, you'd perhaps be more generous with your letting it slide? Our days of sliding are over. Am I missing something here? No, Henry, you're not missing anything. And neither am I. I'm sorry to hear that, Alice. Are you? Let me ask a question here.
0: Did you have sex with Alice?
2: You have one week to prove your students are above average in any way.
1: I have a right to know I'm on the school board.
2: (sighs) I have 3,000 students and nearly a dozen teachers. Surely one of them must have a decent brain. Hey! I
1: have my car! <laughs> so, I, lo- I love it. Just cut and dry. Did you sleep with Alice? Like, that's just. And,
0: and we get our mustache Hoffman here. We get, yeah. This is this is like. We should a, do
1: a mustache. We've done, like, death count. We should do a mustache. How count. many times he's he had a mustache? Yeah, I can think specifically. Owning Mahoney, uh, almost famous, and money, money for nothing, money for nothing. There
0: has to be another
1: one. Yeah. Oh, and then we eventually get it in uh, the Greek character. I always forget his name, but Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah. So.
0: Gus something.
1: And uh, the master. So off the top of my head, people, that's what, <laughs> that's what you're getting right now. But. Um, He's a man who pulls off a mustache. Yeah, he rocks a mustache well.
0: He he. It's always, not that this is a prep school, but we've seen him like prep school student Mm -hmm. and even now prep school authority figure or school authority figure Yeah. but again this is like a cameo bit role and -hmm. I mean he's funny, he's good Yeah. Yeah, there's Uh, not enough here for me to be like wow he steals the show, he certainly doesn't steal the show
1: no but I mean if you ever have to if you're ever questioning his comedic abilities I'll just reference you back to our long game (laughs) polyamorous and that's everything and anything you need to know about him and his comedic timing so absolutely, that's what I have to say about that, and I mean his performance in this. But I mean, from, from here, I mean, as we as I said, it, it was more for me in this movie, just like the teacher. So it's you've got the art teacher who's played by again the uh, by Paul Danello, and then you have the principal, principal Blackman, and then you even have. Uh, so Sarah Jessica Parker plays the uh, the counselor. She's a tip jar. So it's just all. I actually, you know what it is? Like now, like uh, you know, I, really, I didn't give it a lot of thought besides just like laughing and just made me think of scenarios. And what I'm realizing now is, from a kid's perspective, that would be like almost the jokes you're making. Like, oh, a guidance counselor probably wanted a tip for like <laughs> know, that advice or whatever. And that's yeah. what I think.
0: It reminds me too of like uh, I think Lucy was the character's name, and Charlie Brown yeah She's like five cents for advice you know um, apparently uh, Janine Garofalo played a similar not the same character yeah, but so a similar character in the a, series so yeah. it's not recast because she was the grief uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was the grief counselor yes grief counselor and Janine Garofalo well Garofalo well, was the uh, guidance counselor so a little gotcha. different
1: Yeah, and then uh, Justin Thoreau is the driver's Ed teacher, and he's just like that was such a weird driver's. Number one, they're like blowing like exhaust (laughs) into the classroom, and they're looking at a projector, and they're behind a steering wheel, and then he's just like jumping in front of the vehicle (laughs) as as a lesson. I definitely I would have paid more attention to drivers. Yeah, there's a lot.
0: There's a lot of gag scenes here.
1: Yeah, and then most notably the Stephen Colbert character of Mr. uh, Noblet Noblet Noblet, yeah, and Noblet. And <laughs> it was gonna be with Colbert noble, yeah, oh Colbert, no blais, yeah, and his introduction actually her at the end of that clip is the students are totally not like, wrecking his car just in the parking lot, yeah, that comes out.
0: <laughs> so he's uh he's definitely a linchpin of this film and of the series, yes, he's um. I he's mean, look like he's a Comedy Central teacher. guy because yeah. he did this and then he did. I mean, he was on Daily Show, I think Daily around the show. same time, and then of course he had his own show and now he has his own real own show, the Late Show. Yes. he's not a character, so I mean, this is a. I don't know if this is a launching
1: pad for him, but it's. He's a, he's a company man. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like the main crux of this film or like I feel like more like episodes last yeah. film is that Principal Blackman uh, needs to keep funding money
1: yeah so as we learned in that scene that's like that's yeah. what they came here for because he said that th- like the students were doing very well but they need proof and so he decides to have at the at the science fair that would yeah, be. But
0: like talk. I like how he needs this funding money to repay his gambling debts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, yes. So he needs they need proof of like what, it's like a week or like a month or something where, yeah, we just heard it whatever. <laughs> but it, where it's a uh, just like one achievement from a
1: student. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one student will be, represent the basis of this yes. whole uh, of the whole student body of the whole school.
0: So so uh, Stephen Colbert's character, as you mentioned, he's like the science teacher, yeah. which has a weird uh, love triangle with the art teacher, uh, who's the, w- we mentioned his name before.
1: Yeah, uh, the art teacher. Uh, he's
0: the like the, one of the showrunners. Yeah, he's
1: Paul, Paul Dinello, and, and his character's name is uh, Jeffrey Jellyneck.
0: <laughs> Joffrey. 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 Joffrey, yeah, because I remember, like, the, not the Game of Thrones Joffrey. No. Very different. And they have... It's weird because, like, Colbert's character is, like, a really religious guy. Yeah. Who's also gay with the art t But is...
1: But is he? Because then at the... When he's carrying them, like at the end when, like, at the craziness of the science fair, then someone calls out his name, and it's a woman standing there with, like, a child, and it made me think that it was his wife. So I thought,
0: <laughs> he is married. Okay. He says he's married, but I yeah. think he's having, like, an affair. I don't know. Uh, okay. Fans of the show, correct me if I'm wrong, but I got some heavy...
1: I just thought, as a, as a man that loves a good bromance, I thought this was just, like, a like a real hot and heavy... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I mean, that, that'll that be something I'll look up. Yeah. But regardless, um, so... He, He's assuming with the science fair that he's going to captain the science fair team or whatever. Yeah. Which is so silly. Uh, then they bring in a, a ringer, Matthew Broderick.
1: Yes, they bring in Matthew Broderick, who plays. W- 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 <laughs> I don't really get what he's more like
0: a chore- choreographer. Yeah, so but like, like a that's science- how you
1: win a science fair is like not with the like science the project presentation, but the presentation of it all. I guess, I guess that's fun because since he's a very Broadway guy, I guess, that's yeah, a joke true. in itself.
0: And then Amy Sedaris signs up for the science fair.
1: Yeah, and, but then she becomes friends with, and this was another character that was replaced, but the character's name is Megawati.
0: So, by the way, I, I checked it out, Noblet, or Noblet, uh-huh. Chuck Noblet. He is having a secret gay relationship with Joffrey. Okay. But he has a wife named Claire and a son.
1: Mystery uncovered. Yes. So like we said, that's like the main that's the that's crux the main, of the film. The that's main plot. The main plot. Know. It's more or less I it's just it's just all the fun I'm just gonna like say some of like my you know favorite like little things moments. from moments. Yeah, exactly. Like if from you will. Sarah Jessica Parker It's again, a film being, of moments. Yes. Sarah Jessica Parker being the grief counselor and just like not giving, you know, like It's so know.
0: funny because 'cause weren't we talking about Sarah Jessica Parker last week or
1: Were we? Oh, because we talked about Sex and like, the City. Like, who would be on Sex and yeah. the City, and now she's appearing here. This is... And, oh, and that's, that's also, uh, she shared a very famous scene with uh, um, in State in Maine with Phillips and Hoffman.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? I forgot about that. Yeah, so I think... So he's worked with her before. Not that they work with each other in this film, but...
1: No. But,
0: but they, that they, is, they've yeah. they co-starred with is... each other before. Totally forgot about that. Yes.
1: I looked and there's just like it was it, it, you know it's a bunch of it's visual gags uh like the topless cafeteria guy it was just like really like it made me think of <laughs> us in high school and there was that really small cafeteria window that you had to like like squat down to like yeah. get the pizza from or whatever <laughs> uh it, Colbert's big reaction it's that's like that's really fun all the characters just have these huge reactions especially him just constantly saying god damn yeah, it god damn it <laughs> um Jerry hitting on Tammy like uh Kristen Johnson she plays you know from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh yeah. She's uh the whole running of the bulls story so she comes in for the gym class and six, that is so weird, yeah. And in in their gym class they do a running of the bulls. Random. Yeah.
0: I think I think one of the um crux moments here though is definitely the whole so there, there there's rival science teams and like the yes. popular kids are on one of them and... because
1: again that's being run by like I think is uh, Matthew Broderick's character's name is Roger Beekman and yeah. so like we said he's more about the pizzazz yes. and, the, and the showmanship of the presentation and
0: they don't actually have a project they just have basically no. like a show plan
1: a show plan and the big you know like the what ends up being like a a conflict in the movie is that they steal the plans from the smart.
0: Team. Yeah, yeah. So, so Matthew Broderick kind of says like, "We need to get a plan." So the popular kids. Well, don't. he also
1: he uses well he uses popular kids, but then he uses um. Oh, the uh, art Joffrey, teacher, Joffrey yeah.
0: yeah. So, so in two ways, he's he, he's trying to get these plans. But I want to discuss Chris Pratt's role here because mm-hmm. he plays one of the. Do we get his character
1: name? He's also aged very well. Yes. Um Chris Pratt plays uh Brayson.
0: Brayson, the popular guy. And it's
1: still weird. Who's like a senior on the um on the squat thrust team. Yeah, the squat team, the squat <laughs> thrust team. So weird, Varsity, right? Yeah. Because the
0: brother's on JV. Yeah. And he, like, looks up to him. Yeah, and he's just
1: like, wow, the way that you, that last, like, competition you were in, the way you squatted that, well, you know, we're It's. Just, it's
0: a, <laughs> oh, did we mention that, uh, okay, uh, her best friend, because it, it relates to this. Megawadi? body. Be-
1: what's his name? Megawadi.
0: Megawadi, yes. He's Indonesian in this film. Yes. But in the series it's a Filipino. Oh. A Filipino kid and it's a different kid. So Pacific Island. At, that's why that's why she says what are you Filipino in the movie? And that's one of like the end jokes I think that the series oh, fans would okay. get. Would so, appreciate a bit
1: more. And yeah. it's actually it's pretty fun. so the DVD menu. Did you catch that? They're, like, playing, like, the Indonesian music at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry. Very... At first I thought it was, like, Middle Eastern music. I'm like, why is no. it...
0: <laughs> So, basically, like, and he has, like, a crush on her, and, like, the Filipino kid, sorry, I don't know his name from the series, yeah. has a crush on her in the show. So they're, like, parallel characters. Gotcha. Um, but she kind of has, like, a group of friends with, like, the redhead and this guy.
1: And they, and they uh, their team forms into the Fig Neutrons. The
0: Fig Neutrons, and they actually come up with like a big—I forgot what like their project is, but it's like a scientific breakthrough project. Yeah, but it doesn't have any of the pizzazz, of course. It's
1: a uh, soup can, con- like conductor. Conductor,
0: yes. So she's con—she has like the secret plans for it, and for some reason they trust her with them, and of course. So the popular kids devise a way to steal it, and yeah. it's basically Chris Pratt asking Amy Sedaris out on a date. Yeah, his to, Chris, like, Chris Pratt's
1: girlfriend tells him like to go over there,
2: and
0: yeah, and this is, I mean, are we assuming he's eighteen? He's a senior. Yeah. Either way, it's it's kind of just ugh. yeah <laughs> whatever, whatever, but she's like, she has no idea it's a ruse. She's like smitten with him. Yeah. He picks her up at her house and it's just so weird,
1: you know, and... And that's also, so then the, you know, the kind of stepdad but the meat man, he's got the big overreactions like he said, the doorbell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Again, people, it's just just these little silly movements. Farce, you know,
0: a lot of physical comedy in this film. Yeah. So they, I like when they go to the party though, so Chris Brad brings her to the party and it's just like it's so weird and like like well first of all like, she, like some of it's like too silly like she gets high and she's like going it's crazy that
1: and this is one thing just because like feet in general weird me out but I never oh, like gross, I never she... like the visual gag of long toenails <laughs> like even like in Dumb and Dumber they have it and this one it's just like yeah because she takes her shoes off yeah and it's just like gross. the clickety clack of the long
0: toenails <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and again she like it's so obvious they like oh so what's your science project about And she like blurts out everything yeah and she says where the plans are so chris Pratt has to like go back to
1: her house and, and she tries to seduce him yes and, and so it is it does follow also then like the very the tropes of the high school yeah and, but that's what
0: makes it kind of funny yeah
1: because it's it's a, it's a uh it's a satire of sorts you know
0: Chris Pratt in this, what do you think? I think, think he's still trying to feel out his acting legs or whatever. Yeah,
1: I'm I mean I'm still I'm not like hundred and ten percent sold on Chris Pratt as far as like his acting chops. Like full on like dramatic acting but, chops. But but okay. But I mean But you, this isn't a drama anyway.
0: Exactly. And you can't tell me that like towards middle and end of Park's recreation he wasn't like on point.
1: Oh no, yeah he was just like I mean from, even from the beginning he's from, hilarious yeah from at least like at but, least like, like season scene,
0: one he's still a little bit yeah, feeling see, no, himself season out.
1: two on of Parks and Rec Andy Dwyer is just becomes like hilarious yeah. you know
0: and this is a comedy so
1: yeah I think he's just I mean so he's pretty young and just like getting into you know the acting scene at this point in his career and yeah I mean he, he I mean his role isn't supposed to be no it's funny. not supposed
0: to be big but Andy Dwyer, again, I hate to compare it to this, but he was not supposed to be even someone who was featured past the no, first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just really took it and ran with it. And he's it, almost the Steve Urkel. <laughs> and I'm happy that like he was able to do that. But yes. we see here like it's it's a very raw Chris Pratt. Yeah. We're just like, Oh, I'm the popular kid. Whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean that's pretty much his arc here
1: besides the fact that he's on that other team and he dances at some point. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it becomes an all-hope-is-lost moment. I it, Again, even, like, uh, Noble like, has this whole dramatic, like, hope, hope! <laughs> and Amy Sedaris, just through her knowledge from, uh, you know, doing time or whatever, says that she created this battery source one time, so that's what <laughs> they end up deciding to do for their science fair project. Yeah,
0: because the other people not only I mean, have... I li- actually like the line from Principal Blackman. The other people's... Matthew Broderick's team steals the project. So they have not only the best project, but also the best choreographed... Yeah, presentation. And, yeah, presentation. <laughs> and the principal comes in and is like, oh, the you, the other team already that's has the that. the exact same project. And I saw them first, so, like, you know, like, there's no well, need for you to perform at all. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so stupid. But... Um, yeah, so you, like you said, they invent that battery thing.
1: Yeah, so now you know Jerry's back on the team, and she she brought them back. Some you know she made up for her, I guess, transgressions. Yes, her her treason. Her. Her, yeah, and and Joffrey comes back as well.
0: Yeah, Matthew Broder dumps Joffrey. Yeah, like I mean, because I think they even have like a little bit of a yeah. Dynamic. There's definitely <laughs> a little bit of a <laughs> I don't know.
1: And uh, I mean, then we you know cut to the science fair, and we've got our mean man back again and but he, he really besides like a, two lines he really doesn't say much no. in this scene no
0: so the, but, he's in two scenes yeah and he has he says what does he say
1: in, in this final scene yeah the big things are uh she's with me now and again it's just like he just so quick and like saying that to principal Blackman with the whole alice scenario <laughs> And then they're just still Alice and Principal Blackman have that sexual tension that he just yells out, "You whore!" <laughs> it's so. Funny. And it's just so. I mean, uh, <laughs> so I mean, we, over it's the it, top. And yeah, to set
0: the scene. There's two musical numbers. Yeah. Essentially, it,
1: there's the superconductor it, song, <laughs> and at this point, I, I just even wrote like, "Okay, what the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> But they, this is the climax of the film, like I said, but it yeah. feels more like a climax of an episode of a show. Yeah, definitely. And then we get the song, and they use uh, Megawati's Indonesian music, <laughs> and everyone's dressed up, particularly Jerry Blank is in a, I mean, what looks like to be traditional Indonesian garb of sorts.
0: It's definitely, like, Eastern, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like the, the eyes over the... Eyelids thing, you know,
1: (laughs) and uh, and then through that, they light up their or they start their battery. And but it did, but it didn't wake her dad up, unfortunately. That her being the success, then. But then again, we get out one of our last like big dramatic moments, and it's from the principal. There's just the battery explodes, but it's like when I say, well, first they win the
0: contest, though, right. Yes. That's yes. how a little it meant to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, Hoffman's <laughs> yeah. part of it because they don't, you know, they don't have a vote. Like, yes. He's one of the judges or whatever. Okay.
1: And so this is where it comes in of my one little, like, what I got as far as fun little okay. trivia from the uh, commentary. So, Paul Danello, again, as, as the director, told uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman because Alice asked him to tally it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. he asked, uh, him to write something that would just get like a reaction from uh, Alice's, you know, a- Alice and Jenny's uh, character, Alice. And, because you see her face and she's pretty, like, shocked or whatever, so he threw it on the piece of paper. And, he, and, the, and it's even funny, so it's uh, Danello, Colbert, and Sedaris talking and they're like, can we say this? And it's just like, well, he just made an art movie, so I like, th- think it's fine. So, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Decided to write your pussy smells bad. What? On a piece of that I was. Oh reading. my god! What a
0: what an interesting fact. That's uh, that's, wow. Right. That's just, that's
1: just fucking raw and rude and yeah, that crude. is
0: very rude. <laughs> but again, he was going under direction.
1: And yeah, and weird. as far as uh, Alice and Jenny, I mean, she's she has got a sense of humor. So yes, and she's, she's she, a professional. She yeah. understands what he was doing. I hope you know. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: that is a good note. Yeah, and let's see. It's all-
1: what i learned <laughs>
0: so that's that's the last we really see of him yes um
1: and like okay. i said so we get the dramatic fire fire from principal Blackman when uh and it pretty much becomes a very chaotic scene of everyone. yeah things start blowing up and yeah. getting
0: destroyed i don't know i don't
1: know and it's <laughs> we get a uh, we just had it recently with along came Polly. we got it was a slip-in slide for uh P.S.H. But this one, you all of a sudden you oh, yeah, see yeah, yeah. the characters slide in like uh, between Alice and Principal Blackman. and yes. they're hiding behind the table. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's really the last time we see him. Yes. So a little physical, a little physical comedy from our man P.S.H.
1: Classic. And uh, then we learn after that because uh, we see that Jerry like, passes out, and we see someone picking her up. And then everyone's around her bed in a very Wizard of Oz esque fashion. And it's that her dad saved her. But <laughs> then now we get just like Ian Holm is very small in this movie, just like how Philip Zimmer Hoffman is. And he's now back. And he says. You said he's
0: very small in this movie? He's a small. Like man. Hobbit. Yeah. It's like a no, it's Hobbit size like role. Small role. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big feet, though. And. Big heart. Big heart. Uh. But her dad did wake up and he saved her but he, he's all, it's just like so silly and so stupid he's like oh he's just catching up on his sleep he's you know he, he's a lot of sleep to catch up on so like he wasn't back in the comments <sighs> which is so silly back in bed and uh that's that's the movie
0: that's it Strange it it candy so Kyle I'll ask does it make you want to watch the show at all
1: no no <laughs> I you know I said in the last episode maybe I was gonna like catch up to watching or maybe I was gonna watch this and I, I would have watched the episodes I could have been watched them today before we uh, or at least or at least some of them but I I watched this movie and while it did make me uh, laugh a couple of you know good solid times
0: it's I mean look I might watch the show. Um... I'm not like, yay, hey, jumping for joy. Like, I gotta yeah. see this show, but I definitely see the merits of the show. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I think I could binge watch this like one weekend or something, and just, because just, I, I like Stephen Colbert. I like the writers here. Like, I, I like this comedy sometimes. Yeah, I mean, even like Wet Hot American Summer is like a similar comedy. Oh, style. you
1: know what? That that's a very that is a very similar. Yeah, and, and I like Wet Hot. This is Hot high American school. Summer. That's like summer camp. It's just one of those like again when you grow a little, when you get older and you're just like thinking about the ridiculousness of those scenarios and again like the over dramatic likeness of it is because when you are that age, not that it's not important, but that is your world and that is the end all be all. Yeah. So that's just what they're building off of in this. And again, it, it works. It, it does work. So I, I wouldn't not watch it. Like if so, you're saying you might watch it. So if I came over one time and I saw you, I wouldn't be like Brian. I wouldn't be like Brian. Turn uh, no, no, I know because you, <laughs> you
0: seemed like you didn't hate this movie.
1: No. So yeah.
0: Was, but, I mean, look, if I have the time, I'll definitely, like, watch this. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I do think Amy Sedaris is great, and I think she, like, really, really commits to this character.
1: I'm def- I'm excited to uh, watch more of her new show. I think it's on uh, uh, Tru- True TV. Yeah, that? another True TV uh, reference. Which is just ridiculous that Court TV has now become uh, True and TV. And the, has- the
0: home that Impractical Jokers built. Yeah. Because literally, like I said a million times see, and I know you've seen they run Impractical Jokers 99% of the time on that channel yeah
1: that is a succubus of a (laughs) show it is just quicksand black hole yeah
0: because it's so this is a tangent guys sorry but it's so like cheap to produce yeah you know maybe now you might have to pay the guys more but you still don't have to pay them probably like Still like A list actor still levels. Crazy. Yeah, and you know, you're just out with a camera and just having a good time. Like, you know. They're,
1: I saw, it, like, it's like they're doing season six right now. The finale of that, they're out, like, as, like, performing for, like, the troops and stuff, and it's, like, huge. Oh, action. really? It'll yeah. be good for them, you yeah. know?
0: But it, it's so simple, and it brings you in. But it's smart because they actually have some other good programming on the show, like, uh,. I mentioned John Glazer loves gear. If they didn't cancel that, I don't know. Uh-huh. But they, they, they do run a lot of good other like other shows. I've never seen the Those Who Can't, the teacher one with this, the one who's in here. Uh, okay. But they do run other shows, and it's like if Rex Jokers brings you in, and then you start to like other shows and watch yeah.
1: other shows. So like It's their anchor show.
0: It is their anchor show, and it's strategy. And, and her now, show, Amy like, Sedaris. And you mentioned, what
1: was the name of it again? It is called...
0: I keep seeing the promos for it while I'm watching *Practical Jokers.
1: <laughs> at Home with Amy Sedaris. At
0: Home with Amy Sedaris. Yeah, no, definitely check that show out, because you said it was pretty good, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, a big thing nowadays, like, of, like, the spoof, like, cooking shows, and just, like, the whole... Does she actually know?
0: cook things at all? Like, is she, there
1: some element of it? It's, like, you never learn. It's just, like, all, like kind of, like, spoof, like, okay. making it way too complicated, more complicated than it should be. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
0: That's cool. I'm still into that, though. Yeah. So, anything else you want to add to Strangers with Candy?
1: Um, actually, I, I do want to say I wrote down a couple of at the science fair, I thought a lot of the, uh, the a couple of exhibits were really funny. One was called, I, you know, I had to pause them to write down, but it was uh, Friction. Factor Fiction. <laughs> uh, the other one was, uh, the wise of bloody eyes and then the other one. And actually something else I learned from the commentary, but it was the miracle of reproduction. And you just saw like the top or the bottom halves of a man and a woman and the guys on top or whatever. And it's like (laughs) supposed to be two students. Like, having sex oh, in oh, the yeah, middle yeah, of the science yeah, fair yeah, yeah. showing the that. miracle of reproduction and then it was just really funny in the commentary because again it was you know films and hoffmans like in the background looking at it so I'm listening to sedaris and all them talking and she was like oh they were actually uh they, they th- because of the scene they started dating and they're a couple now <laughs> <laughs> is that for real yeah. or, oh my god <laughs> so that's funny
0: uh yeah
1: i mean i mean i
0: guess films and often podcasts. So yeah. What do you think of his cameo here overall? Or? It's
1: uh again, it like almost it's just one of those things we we learned such a valuable lesson from talking with Amos Poe that I think that this was again just a, another one he's just like, "Yeah, why not? I love acting. These are some fun people." Like he obviously had very uh whether you know like, just amounts of praise and uh love for Amy Sedaris, so why not just, you know, work on it for I, I I can't imagine that was more than two days, uh, of you know. No, yeah, I can't imagine yeah. that either. Because <laughs> it's literally two scenes; it's not even like a weird breakdown of scenes. You know? Yeah,
0: and I mean, maybe one more day for that fall, you know. Yeah, that that scene. Yeah, because like yeah, exactly. chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so maybe three three days, but mm-hmm. good for him. I mean, uh, it's funny because I guess we can tease it now, but next week we get a very, very similar film. Yes, very similar. Film. No, <laughs> a very big film of his. Capote
1: is the. I mean, one could call it the pinnacle of his career.
0: The pin, I mean. One, uh, like, the Academy certainly did. <laughs> yeah, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. And uh, next week we'll have a guest we haven't had in a while, but I guess we had early on.
1: Yeah, back from uh, Twister episode in the first episode, we had four people on, but th- that would be John Harden will come back. And John
0: Harden, actor. Yeah. Dancer. Chess... Teacher? Chess master. Chess well master. I don't know. He's not I don't know if teacher. he's officially a chess master, but he's a teacher. teacher. Yeah. He's a master to us, but I, I think that's yeah. an actual
1: rank. And he's wanna... and he's a corrector of ours and
0: corrector of grammar. And
1: a, a brunch goer as well.
0: A brunch goer. We're actually going to be doing that podcast after brunch. Yeah. So unless be, he cancels on us.
1: So I'll be sounding <laughs> very full, full just maybe a little of...
0: tipsy on the uh, mimosas. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, definitely looking forward to talking about Capote. What a change of pace. Yeah, what a change of pace. That's gonna be, and
1: that's gonna be bringing up the end of Act Two. So, um...
0: so yeah, yeah, and then we'll have something special the week after, and we'll let you know about exactly what all that will be mm-hmm. when we do Capote. Um, in the meantime, just prep yourself, listen to all her other episodes, yeah. so that you're ready for the culmination of his hard work. And it, and where to get this Oscar and Capote.
1: Boom! Yeah, exactly. All of this, and just see it blend. Just put it all together, blend it all together, and then you'll see Truman Capote. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I guess I um, if you had to suggest a couple episodes for our fans to listen to, to uh, I don't know. Ooh. Not prep, but like almost be like, all right, these are the steps that got him there. Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. But no, this is I love what we it. Do. Uh,
1: hands down, one hundred and ten percent. Like also because. Like Mighty um, yeah, Gun. Yeah, Mighty Gun. No, it's almost like as like a companion piece, or just like a role that you would see, like that helped him grow to Capote, Scotty J, and Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, definitely That's listen a, to that episode. That's a big one. I will also say his role as the nurse in Magnolia. And I know, I mean, I, it's just easy for me to go like, yeah, P.T. Anderson films, and he's fantastic in them. But. um... Also, then I would say a movie like uh, either Love Lies or Owning Mahoney, where he got to be the lead in them.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, those would be good episodes of ours to because listen the, to. Yeah, this, I this. would also say, and we've been teasing this, not teasing this, but we've been promoing this or pushing this for a while uh, since we did it, but definitely listen to that episode where we interviewed Amos Poe, the director of his yeah. first film. and
1: The man just gives the most, like, in- invaluable like...
0: Insight. Insight. Just, yeah. So definitely listen to that one. And of course you can listen to all the episodes out on cageclub.me, cageclub.me. Yep. All the other shows are on there too.
1: Yeah, they just announced so they've, again, uh, What what is it? It's the... Yeah, we've been watch, talking about this for a couple. Watch the Theron. Watch the Theron, uh, the and, Fast and Furious one. Yeah, they just. I just saw the poster for it today. It's called Too Fast, Too Forever.
0: Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But, but it, I mean, I'm looking and forward to that one. It's got an
1: infinity one. symbol in, like, tire tracks.
0: Channing Tatum one. Uh, yeah, t- Ryan Gosling. As, that as that Danny
1: McBride said in, uh, this is the end, Tate Yum.
0: <laughs> and, uh, the... Gosling one is called boyfriend material or something
1: yeah, like that yeah that's like a really big thing for like wh- like I think it's like a for women like the memes of like all like oh girl take it you these it's like, right, like pr- pretty much like a consoling and like and like uh, emotionally consider it Ryan Gosling means.
0: You've called yourself Northern New Jersey's Ryan Gosling in the past.
1: No, I always say, no, that's not, I've actually never, I've never, I, it's, that's not far. That's not like,
0: <laughs> I was kidding. but why do, why?
1: I, No, I always, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a funny and like, just like easy little quip uh, of me going like, chubby Ryan Gosling.
0: That like, you are like, chubby Ryan yeah. Gosling.
1: And whether I am or not, I, I find it a funny thing. To, to say, and it usually gets a laugh out of what, who I'm usually trying to get a laugh from is a, like a, a woman at the time that I'm talking to. So. The, the ladies. The whether ladies. It, whether it
0: be on the interweb or through snail mail.
1: <laughs> snail mail? Yeah, and your
0: chain letters. My yeah. chain <laughs> letters? Kyle is a famous chain letter circle of women around the world.
1: Really. Oh, yeah. You know? I forgot about that. I...
0: You're also your uh, smoke signals and sky writing.
1: Yeah, I've actually, recently <laughs> I've gotten to street art, as far as, uh, uh, you know...
0: <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, uh, check out cageclub.me um, yes. and you'll get the real Ryan Gosling stuff there eventually. And, uh, yeah, I mean, thanks so much for listening. Definitely tune in next week. It's going to be pretty awesome. We're excited about it.
1: Yeah, Capote, it's just... It's a, it's a hell of a film, a hell of a performance, and... I think it'll be a hell of an episode.
0: Like, listen, follow, share, subscribe, and 100% for this one, because unfortunately, Kyle nor I were really fans of Strangers with Candy, the TV show. Please, Strangers with Candy, TV yeah. show fans, comment so we can read your comments and discuss them and take a deep dive, maybe. Sell me into, on it, people. Them.
1: Get me to like do the easy thing of watching all three seasons. Sell Kyle on it. Yeah.
0: Sell Kyle on it. Well, thanks so much again, and Kyle
1: stay uncool offense thank you where did you come from baby